0: program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of Sengents, Glamour Connection, Van Garrett Media, their respective management, contractors, or employees. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media. The Share Your Hotness podcast is brought to you by Van Garrett Media. Hi, I'm Chris Van Garrett, founder and chief marketing officer of Van Garrett Media. If you're a business owner or a knowledge worker, you know that crafting your own voice and message around your brand is absolutely crucial to your success, especially in the COVID and post COVID era. But how do you do all of that and at the same time still work on your business instead of in it? Don't have a website? Is your logo one of those $50 specials from Fiverr? Was your tagline just stolen dialogue from a 90s sitcom? Hey, we've all been there. You had to start somewhere, am I right? This is where Van Garrett Media can help. We specialize in digital marketing and branding for small and medium-sized businesses. We get to know the root and soul of your business, finding out what makes you tick and why, and then we craft a message that'll make your target audience see you as the solution to their needs. We'll then bring them to you through targeted marketing efforts using everything from social media and SEO to email campaigns to old-fashioned television commercials, radio, and press releases. You can find us on Facebook. Just search out Van Garrett Media, 2Rs, two 2Ts, two or give us a call, 801-386-3896. That's 801 801-386- 386 3896. Mention this ad and get a hundred bucks off your custom branding package. That's 801-386-3896 or check us out on Facebook, Van Garrett Media. Welcome to the Share Your Hotness Podcast.
1: Share your hotness.
0: Now, here's your host, Lita Green.
1: Welcome to Share Your Hotness podcast with Lita Green and my good friend David Wittison. And Dave, and Dave and I met, you were figuring out we met in 1988. Correct. Which I was held. I don't know. 15, 16? Yeah. I don't think 14? No, 14. 14?
2: I think 14. 14.
1: I think you're
2: about 14.
1: Yeah. And he at the time was engaged to my sister. And my biggest memory is you guys sitting in, I don't even know, was it an RV that my grandparents had or something? Anyway, well, our tra- motorhome I
2: traveled with your
1: family. Sitting cuddling with my sister yeah. in like where the the picnic like the table would be. Right, yes. And I was like, Oh, they're
0: so cute.
1: <laughs> you know? And so David didn't marry my sister. Nice. So he's not my brother in law, but he we decided just to keep in his family. Yes. And he's now not with a sister so that it makes it even funnier, yeah. you know, because <laughs> it's like, well, maybe, maybe that wouldn't have worked out, you know, but we love David so much that we just kept him. So we literally have called each other bro and sis over the years. Correct. And he's just been someone that's always like cheered me on, but knew me when I was a shy, soft-spoken little kid, which Correct. proof, proof. Because not everybody believes that I was ever shy.
2: Right. Yes. Well, you know, my memories of you is you and Justin.
1: Uh um, My little brother.
2: Would come and spend time with Crystal at her apartment. Which
1: my brother's now a Shannon. Shannon. So we should use the proper pronouns. Right. But at the time,
2: time he he, he was a he. Um, And yes, you were both very shy
0: Uh
2: and um, very polite and nice. And, And I have a few pictures of of us together you know <laughs> you know and you can tell by your demeanor that yeah. you were
1: I need these pictures
2: you didn't
1: I sh-
2: I, I thought I've shared something well, with you okay we'll
1: just have to fix that we'll after to fix that so afterwards. you can see that Dave and I have a lot of history right and I said well you're gonna come be on my podcast he's like sure like anything any any project I've had Dave's like yes how can I support you right. how can I help yeah. and so he's like yes and I was like by the way I don't know what we're gonna talk about. So you came up, because I don't I don't script these out. These are raw, real conversations kind of thing. So it's not like I'm reading from paper. I do have a thing to take notes on. It's huge. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and we're laughing because it's a 3 by 5 5 5 card. So um, you talked about, you said, what about talking about living our perfect life? So go over right. that.
2: Well, we have all these things that happen to our lives mm-hmm. and these instances, these chants, meetings so to speak that we really don't think much about at the time but so many so often those are turning points
1: yes for us and
2: and such meanings
1: and i love that because um you know c.s lewis's quote about you've never met a a mere mortal do you know that quote no i don't i love this quote it's like basically from the bum you meet in the street Mm -hmm. to the you know the lord the parliament Mm -hmm we're all mortals Mm -hmm. and we're all divine
2: correct oh yeah right and
1: so you treat everyone as though you have met a divine being right
2: well that that is exactly i totally
1: slaughtered the quote so people who are (laughs) c.s lewis fans out there i apologize again unscripted so i didn't have my quote ready yeah yeah
2: but that that is true you know and another thing that that's come to my mind is you know you talk about vanity prayers right you know like
1: i said totally (laughs) supportive
2: And for for men that just doesn't resonate. but <laughs> sorry, sorry. But it doesn't It's kind um, of girls
1: and women are my primary audience. not that I don't like the men but you know,
2: Um, but um, years ago I just
1: target to what I know. So um, I'm not trying to speak to...
2: You know, if I would have been really prepared, I would have done a little research myself. Yeah, don't
1: hold your credit card up to the camera because um, he's pulling out his wallet right now.
2: Right. But yeah. years ago, I, I attended a, a training conference that... Oh. Um,
1: and th- so this, what I'm looking at is what I would call a vanity prayer, which correct, for those goodness. who don't know what vanity prayers are, is where you're at... I'm a makeup artist, so you're sitting at your counter, you're, excuse me, you're standing at your bathroom counter, and typically as women, we're like, oh, that, I haven't right. said, blah, blah, blah. and instead of replacing that language with something positive so it's an affirmation exercise and Correct. when you do it not unique to me did not create it as Plato said there are new no new ideas under the sun so I always laugh when people are like I've come up with this secret program that nobody else knows and I'm like I can give you five speakers right now that have the same three tips." <laughs> right <laughs> you know like without even like yeah going to my resources okay so yeah and so this
2: this this guy i can't remember um i I, he from Atlanta if i remember right
1: Uh but he had
2: these like 30 seconds commercials to me okay that he he said that you should so
1: did you get to write this
2: and so i took what he gave handed out and then i edited it and changed and add things that were meaningful to me perfect
1: so this is like a level eight font if that Correct. And it's the size of a credit card. Right. And it's the 32nd commercial to me. And I think you should share it because I'm excited about it. So it says,
2: I am great. I'm a unique individual, a new kind of person the world has never known before. I was born to do well. I was born to succeed. I was born to bless others' lives. I was born to be great because I've got what it takes to be great. I'm a child of God. I'm enthusiastic, I'm optimistic, I'm a change embracer. I'm a giver, not a taker, I'm organized. I'm a hard worker, I'm happy, I have clarity. I am surrounded by fun, I am master of myself. I'm a leader, I'm a big thinker. I am in vibrational harmony with all the good in the universe. All things are working together for my benefit. There's not a thing in this world that I cannot do With God as my partner, I will never fail. I will go out and have a super fantastic day.
1: See, I love that. Now I want to make all my clients make a three by five card and call it their vanity wallet. Yeah,
2: but. um, Yeah, it's not
1: a three by five card. No, it's it's the size of a credit card. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, And that thing has got me through a lot. Of difficult spots mm-hmm. since that
1: time. So when did you do this?
2: About 20 years ago.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. And it's fun because knowing you, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, that's David. Yeah. And there's so much power when you're, I'm sure when you're sad. Yeah. You can take this out and read it. Right. I was told when I was doing a, a Bible study course in high school they were yeah. like, take the scriptures and when it says, you know, you know, to Samuel. To to put your name. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll even go in and change, you know, instead of he, she, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. so it's applying to me and reading that. And there's several scriptures that I will read as though God said them to me and they have a different power. Right. You know? And yeah. having those things, I have stuff in, you know, my journal, in my purse that make me happy, that remind me of something, which is why my purse weighs a million do- pounds. <laughs> I'm about to say million dollars. That's another affirmation. My purse is worth a million dollars.
2: <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, you know it, it, it's um, because each one of us have those days and times where we stop believing in ourselves Mm
0: -hmm. and Mm -hmm.
2: and stop believing in our divinity yes you know and and
1: our uniqueness and and our value correct right which our worth i always tell people is you know divine it's divinely given it cannot be taken away despite the circumstances of our lives despite despite succeed or failure and i think the trip up is that we think that life is meant to be a smooth road
2: right and it uh,
1: He's like, oh, no, no, it is not.
2: <laughs> but it's to be enjoyed.
1: Yes, absolutely. And but and, yes, it's not going to be easy. And I'm and, an optimist.
2: And we, I, I think we do things to make it harder than it should be.
1: Right. Right.
2: right. And and uh, the thing that as I'm since I'm so much older than you.
1: but so <laughs> <laughs> she was like one of my first, like, and that is romance. <laughs> and I'm like, man, <laughs> I looked up to these couples that didn't end up staying together. So I don't know, you know,
2: <laughs> but, uh, um, I, I do believe that, you know, we have divinity within us. Right. And I, and I believe that, um, we each have our own journey to go on and what is right for me is not going to be right for you and
1: amen brother
2: um yeah and and if you try to tell somebody well this is what i did and you should do that too Mm -hmm. then then we are way out of line
1: i i really agree with that because you know because we're not god yeah we have no capacity to really understand what that person's unique talents purpose gifts are and when we are in our our love telling people, this is what you have to do. This is the course you should be taking. It really, it's a form of superseding their own ability to receive mm-hmm. inspiration for their life. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes. I always tell people when they're like, I just love everything you say. I'm like, oh, great. Because there's a very thin line between stalker and I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. And so you know you don't want people to be super fans because they need to have their own guru god correct. and it's not the speaker or author or coach in their life you know and you've had this experience because you worked with the boy scouts of america right. i'm sure there were young men and young well they didn't have young women then they have young women now correct okay but you know there were these kids that you've mentored that were just like ha ah, dave's the best right but you're like whoa you got to have your own voice Right. And have that own thing guide you because no individual can be there for you at every moment. Correct.
2: And, and and we when we try to give that inner power of ourselves to somebody else, that's mm. when we
1: fail. And I think it's emotional like slavery.
2: Yeah, Oh, yeah. People
1: demand it. It's abuse. Yeah. Right. right. But we just give it. It's abdication. You're right. But, you know, the number one sign of abuse is that you're thinking through what they would think right. instead of what you, you would, would think. think. What's best for me? Yeah. What's best for, you know, my commitments and what honors the whole situation? Yeah. But on the other spectrum, we can't be totally just about ourselves. Because right. no man's an island.
2: Correct. Have you ever heard of the book um, Loving What Is?
1: I feel like I have.
2: It's by a lady named Byron Katie.
1: Uh-huh. And a you, lady named Byron. Yes. <laughs> I feel kind of like her parents could have given her uh, a better name. But you know, but anyway. she likes it as good, like the late girl, that Michael, the actress.
2: Yes. Right. You know,
1: and, and her parents wanted a boy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, my middle anyway. name's a boy name. But you know, she, she mentions uh, a lot of really good things. one of it, like you just mentioned, is so many, you know, there's like three states of us being in. You know, we can either be in our own life, we can and in our own business, so to speak, or we mm-hmm. can be in other people's lives and their business, or we can be in God's life and his business and telling him what really needs to happen.
1: <laughs> so our own life, <laughs> others' business.
2: And God's business.
1: And God's business.
2: And and mm-hmm. um being in two of those three causes us
1: stress (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean just being in your own life and there's you know that common phrase in scripture lose thyself right and you'll find yourself and people are like what right Mm -hmm. but any service is given Mm -hmm. is of way you find happiness every modality speaks about that and so it can't just be here in our own life we can't definitely can't be in other people's business right and so you got to be in god's business what how you define that
2: well, and 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 what she's talking about there with God's business is not necessarily God's business in our lives, but us being upset and thinking that we can control the weather.
1: Oh yeah, no, okay, I interpret that <laughs> completely differently. And, I was like, yes, I and, want to be about God's business. No, Christ did that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. Little,
2: slightly different. But a little
1: bit, yeah, a little you know, bit like but, perfect.
2: You know, there, but there are people out there that are so. I suppose narcissistic mm-hmm. that they view themselves that I can control things. I can control everybody around me. I can control what God's thinking, and yeah. you know, if God wants to know what He needs to do, He just needs to ask me, and I will tell. And them. Just
1: ask the people; <laughs> they will help guide you. Um, I was thinking more like, okay, my interactions with you, going back to this divine within yeah. each of us. my interactions with you, am I treating you how God would treat you? Yeah. And if I were per se looking at you as less than because you had a deformity or you had a different color of skin or a different orientation or, you know, the list goes on or, you know, being a woman versus a man, that kind of thing. That if I'm not looking at you, like God looks at you, then I'm looking at some kind of judgment.
2: You right. And And so then I got to
1: interact with when I'm feeling grumpy, you know, before I get out of my car, putting on putting on my big girl panties, yeah. putting my good attitude on, because who might I meet at the store? Right. Who might I interact with? And I get to be grumpy when I'm by myself and then I work it out <laughs> yeah. before I leave my bathroom right. where I've done my vanity prayers.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and that's, you know, when we, cause like you said, each one of us has divinity within us and we get in trouble so many times when we forget that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know in my own life, when I was forgetting and not fully, I don't know if I really forget. I don't know if that's not the right word. When you don't understand and believe Mm -hmm. that divinity is within you, that's when you are giving other people power over you because you think that they are better than you and they have some... Somehow have an inside track, or
1: abdicating your your power. your right. power and
2: authority to somebody else because they seem to have things more together.
1: And the operative word here is "seem."
2: Right, right. seem. Yeah.
1: Right. I've had people get mad at me that I don't live up to my brand well enough because I'm in the grocery store in sweats, and I'm like, you can get mad at me if I'm in the grocery store naked. <laughs> You know, that I maybe didn't have it all together, but we make an idea of what our own life should be like. We make an idea of what other people should be like, where really that focus has to be like, what should I I be be like, like, you know, and that if we are, we are refining that constantly, we're just going to be putting joy out.
2: Right. Yes. You know, but we and get gratitude. disappointed, yeah. you know,
1: the marriage fails or, you know, things don't work out or people we love are upset with us or, you know, things like that. We get disappointed at the expectation, mm-hmm. but you can still have a perfect life, even if you're not meeting your expectations.
2: Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, And, and a thing that I've come to realize the last couple of years in particulars, as we need to learn to enjoy that journey, whatever that journey may be,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and if we are at the point where we feel like we are you know in you know kind of scout terms you know if we're in our canoe going downstream and all of a sudden we feel like oh wait I need to paddle and go upstream because (laughs) there's something better behind me than in front of me yeah then we are losing our joy
1: right right. (laughs) because but however if there is a a um I'm signing it, a waterfall. Yes. <laughs> right. We might need to get a- out of the water and carry our canoe. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. And but you need to keep your your focus and your vision ahead of you to and be right. aware of what's coming up. Right, right. Right. So you know where you need to portage out. And but it, and enjoy that and enjoy that time while you're portaging your canoe. Around the waterfall and 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 notice (laughs) notice the beauty of the flowers and the trees and the rocks and 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 going, Wow, this is really great. And be yeah, you need to be aware of your surroundings is what's happening because yeah, you don't want to go over that waterfall. (laughs) Right.
1: You do not want to go over
2: that waterfall.
1: And then sometimes you see people having their canoe Mm -hmm. paddling at full speed towards a waterfall, being like, Don't worry, it'll be fine. (laughs) And sadly, we have to like, I mean, that's a life the parenting life lesson of parenting is sometimes you have to be like, I love you.
2: Yes. (laughs) And and, and when you get to that point, when you notice in your life that you did go over that waterfall, you need to have the ability to totally let go and realize that, okay, for right now, I just need to enjoy this free (laughs) fall
1: because there
2: is nothing I can do to stop it because the momentum is so strong (laughs) in my life that I cannot change this.
1: No, right, like so, uh, you know, the joke when my husband got hit by the bus. Have you heard my joke about this? Well, they haven't, so I'll tell them. So the joke is when my husband get hit by the bus, it's really important to know that I was not the one driving the bus. Right, right. (laughs) And clearly he was not the one driving the bus because he got hit by it, right? Right. And that was just one of those events that we could have never woken up in the morning and said, you know, I think today, that you might get hit by a bus yes. in fact it's like actually a joke in life right, right? like things come at you like you've been hit by a bus and I mean great content for me as a speaker yeah but people literally have said to me well Lita you manifested that at some point point," and I'm like <laughs> nope <laughs> <laughs> you know even my most irritated day at my husband I was like you know what you deserve to get hit by a bus <laughs> you know but you- we don't have control of our lives and I think yeah. that sometimes we get so involved in this idea that um, we are in control of the flow of the stream. Mm-hmm. That we also rob ourselves of joy because right. when the life buses hit us, we didn't manifest that. Right. Then we've got all this shame that we're compiling on.
2: Shame and guilt. At, oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Which are tools of poopy. Yes, very tools much. Poopy, right? That we have to like. Oh, okay. This is my waterfall. This yeah. is something I'm dealing with. And, right. and, And you know, some waterfalls you can see coming.
2: And <laughs> <Until> some you don't. <laughs>
1: and some are in the dark at night. <laughs>
2: Well, and all of us have the things that we fear the most, really, are the stories that we tell us and our, tell ourselves in our own mind.
1: Yeah. Well, my worst fear is that I would lose a child.
2: Yeah. And, and,
1: and I always told myself, well, then I would, you would, you know, you would just, you know, there's nothing after that.
2: You would cease to exist.
1: Yeah. That I would, you know, if it looked like anything, it looked like huddled in the fetal position. Right. But then when it was happening.
2: What strength you found.
1: Yeah. Because... I had to write a new story of what that would look like right. because you always are like, well, you know, their kid died. So that's why they're a hot mess. <laughs> you know, like that, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's interesting that society does kind of give a, an excuse for that. And um, I'm a big fan of there are no circumstances that you are allowed to give yourself that I can't card because of the divine, right? Because of what you really are made out of. Yes. I had that story, mm-hmm. but I had to rewrite that story. Right. And it's interesting that there were people in my life who were angry at me that I didn't fall apart and die. And right. I'm like, well, I have. Never mind. Right. You know what I mean? It's like but, I don't have to explain to you why. Correct. I wrote a different story.
2: Yeah. And yes, because I mean, want to know that I was. I'm a book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. That was a perfect plug moment. That's uh, coming to, to be cup to be released. But
2: that you know, so many of us we have those fears. Right. Of yeah, child dying, a spouse dying, you know things like that. Being that unloved,
1: I G- think, is a unloved. common fear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I think you couldn't be doing what you're doing right now with the power that you have if you oh, hadn't had those experiences in your percent, life. A
1: thousand know? percent. A thousand percent. I mean, it was my daughter, the the Facebook group that propelled me in the Facebook world. Right. And then I feared people will say, Lita, you're fearless. And I was like, oh, no, I just don't fear this. Right. Because lack of fear is actually a psychosis. But those hard times made me. Right. You know, they they have been like, oh, I don't have a problem with somebody saying no or a business. I'm like, I failed so many times in my business. Right. Totally fine. But those things are the gift. Right. Those are the gift.
2: They're, they're the gift to us. And we need to yeah view them as that. Instead and of
1: being resentful that the waterfall happened at all, be right. like, well, that's part of the topography of life. Right. Did I use that word right? Topography.
2: Yes. Okay. And, and it, one, it's, I was trying to use a um, scouting term. You need to, <laughs> you know, you learned from those horrific experiences to love what is.
1: Right. And you yourself yes. have had, you know, major evolutions in your life. Correct. And to maintain love for others, love for self, those are not easy hurdles.
2: No, they're not. And he's and like, no, <laughs> they not. they're not. And he didn't and, get and,
1: to see his face. And, say it to the camera. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? There's a camera? Here? <laughs> we just have conversations but, like this.
2: But yeah, all the time. All the time. And yeah. it's great. Yes. Yeah. Within six months, my on, on my 28th wedding anniversary, my wife asked you know told me that her life was miserable and, and it
1: was you and it was my fault mm-hmm. that
2: her life was miserable you know when I tried to say you know is it when we're together we're apart that you're more miserable you know try to uh, and
1: this is I mean you obviously I know because you've spoken about this you love her yeah and we're not gonna we're not gonna say names right you know but
2: but um, you, you know she basically said well you're in my life and that's why I'm miserable and was like oh okay
1: you know and I've had people that um you know I have a girlfriend that one day her husband's like, I figured out what makes me sad. It's you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to be married to her. I mean, she posts pictures on of her food that she makes on, you know, Facebook. Yeah. No. And I, I want to be married to her. No, I not. want to eat that food. Probably. You know, but again, I don't think it was her or your spouse or whatever. No. It's how we perceive the situation. It's the story because, that we're telling our minds. Exactly, because there are so many people, like my husband and I. Are if you take a personality test, yeah. In every single personality test, from the astrology one mm-hmm. to the color one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we are incompatible. Not compatible. Like the color code calls our marriage blood, sweat, and tears.
2: Oh wow! <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> and then when people will say, "Oh, you're a Virgo and he, Virgo, and he's," um, I'm so good at this. I think he's a Cancer, yeah, or something. He's born on July 10. Okay. They're like, "Oh, oh, just must be fireworks all the time." <laughs> And I'm like, no, but it's because of the common goal and values that we have that our marriage is actually really awesome. Right. But, but it didn't start that easy. Yeah. I mean, nothing worth having was just like in flow. It's taken a lot of work. It
2: it, ta- it takes a lot of work. As you an know,
1: individual it, as a couple, you know,
2: yeah. um, one time I was taking a, with my ex marriage and family strengthening class together, uh-huh. yeah. you know, and, and the. Uh, I believe she was a psychologist, was teaching it, you know, and she said, opposites attract, but it's your similarities that keep you together.
1: Whoops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, you know, and, 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 you know. Yeah, no,
1: no, I can say that. our similar values. Your, yes. It's
2: your similar values and your sim- your, your mm-hmm. commonness and the, and the things that you built together.
1: Right, right. That,
2: that you continue to build on.
1: But, you know, people will say, well, my husband, you know, my boyfriend, I don't have same similar interests. And I'm like, so because I am in a marriage where I feel like that enhances us, that we're so different, though. I see marriages and relationships that work that they are very similar from what I can see. Yeah. But it's the story. I don't wake up in the morning going, hmm, I wonder if I'm happy.
2: Yeah.
1: I wonder if I'm committed. Mm -hmm. The story I tell myself is we're living an epic romance.
2: And you are. Yeah, because
1: we're making it that way. And yeah. the good news is he's doing that too. Yes. And yeah. every marriage has complications. I mean, the chance of divorce after a baby dying is like 80%. Yeah. I mean, we're like a thousand percent should be divorced, <laughs> 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 you know, and you know, for you in your marriage, obviously being gay, yeah. you know, complicates that, things. that, that,
2: that complicated you know, but things. there are also
1: couples that make it work. And it's only for the right. two people in that marriage to say, if that's worth it. Right. And so I can have empathy for your ex being mm-hmm. like, hey, I want, you know, the fireworks, I want the romance, you know, all that. But then also you have, well, and yeah, you could find it and argue it so many different ways. And so at the end, you just go, I just want you guys to be happy. Yeah. And if you can't be happy together, then, you know, but, right. you know, his boyfriend or something. but you know and And uh, i told you we were gonna make this about being gay (laughs) right but
2: you know it and it's it's um but that's Because i
1: don't like to define people by their sexuality yeah because i'm uncomfortable with that because i feel like you're my friend Dave. right and so if i'm like here's my gay friend that's like you know i don't know i have gay friends i have black (laughs) friends and it's just so like you know because it just i don't know it just feels sticky
2: yeah well it is and you know and. You know, nobody not, wants
1: to be the token friend. You
2: know, once I, once my ex basically forced me to do enough introspection to admit to myself that I was gay. But
1: you had already been kind of warned by your own inspiration. Correct. Because when you look back, you were like, oh, wait, I was kind of on that path. Right. And so, in a sense, it's almost a gift that she was like, decide. Correct.
2: It was. It was, because it, it was a gift. You
1: would have stayed in the marriage. Right. And continued to be loyal yes and i again i can see on her side like you know i want you to be fundamentally into me
2: yeah
1: because i like that nathan is fundamentally into, into me right. and i'm talking about like my dinner
2: and 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 i you know and i and i <laughs> you to- didn't
1: even laugh at my joke that was funny <laughs>
2: <laughs> i told her when we were go- going through the divorce it's like i want you to be happy and i want you to find someone who can love you and be in love with you and adore you Mm -hmm. in the ways that I was never able to.
1: Mm -hmm. And I, I hope that for her too, because again, we've been friends since I was 14. Yeah. And so I've eaten of your wife's food and I've eaten of your food and vice versa and all that, you know, we're family, you know, we're family that met when I was 14. Yeah. And that also at that point in my life, I had just been overcoming being molested and just, you know, walked away from that. And I was looking for safe men, mm-hmm. and you were one of those safe men. Yes. You know that well, I don't think the- you knew. <laughs> he was like, "Whoa!" You know, I don't think you knew that that was something that I was looking at. Right. No, I didn't. And seeing how you treated me, how you mm-hmm. treated my sister, how mm-hmm. you treated my mom, mm-hmm. um, and not that I didn't have safe men, right? But I was, I was because of that waterfall, right? That had happened in my life. I was looking around, going, "Who are looking for?" Okay saying it this way. The story I told myself was I was not worthy. Right. I was not worthy of good things because that's why this was happening. Right. And the best I could ever get was him. Mm -hmm. And when all of that's like, wait a minute, this isn't acceptable. Then I'm looking around for validation of the new story I wanted to write. And I think that's such a fundamental thing that when we go through terrible things that we're not looking to justify ourselves where we Mm -hmm. were, but being willing to write a new story.
2: Right. And and yes, and there's
1: that was deep. It let's, is let's do an ah. Aw. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, and that's you know, the thing, yeah, once I was forced and accepted coming out gay and get a divorce and change my career and move to a different state. Huge
1: waterfalls, like yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and I have to say that um I've been proud that at least on social media, that you from what I see, you both are being kind. Yeah. And of course, there's always undercurrents. Yeah. But um, that's good. Yeah. Because you have kids. Yeah. And it always makes me sad when people go on social media and they just rip their ex a new one and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> and there's the people who post the popcorn memes. So they're just sitting there watching. <laughs> but I'm like, this is private. Very, very private. You know?
2: But and once that all happened and I got moved down here to Utah to be closer to you.
1: (laughs) Had nothing to do with the tall man. It was all me. Let's spread that to the community. Yes.
2: But I've um have been so blessed by being able to help other men that have been in similar situations. Mm -hmm. And because
1: when you talk about the power of story. When you were dating my sister, mm-hmm. I don't think there was any ounce of you that even thought this is where you were. Correct. Because I, I saw the the love and the devotion, oh, yeah. and I saw that with you with your your wife.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I and I think it's because we weren't you weren't allowed to have that story. I mean, yeah. I know that there are people in your life that are. Yeah. This is the way you do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a you know, I know you too well, so you're like Lita. <laughs> You know, but the, again, there was this one story. Yeah. And I think the wonderful thing that is so great today is that there there isn't topics we can't have. Right. And that if people be able to live with more authenticity, but at the same time, it's been interesting to me how people have told me I'm not authentic because I've chosen a faith system. Oh. And I'm like, tell me how I'm not authentic. And I can probably argue that with me, but just because somebody has left something doesn't mean the person who stayed is somehow not living authentically. And that's Correct. kind of getting other people's business. And right. admired that, about you. Very much. Is that you have had these huge waterfall changes, but you haven't come and said, now Leah, <laughs> you need to do this and this and this and this in order to still be my friend because friendship has nothing to do with these these titles and these labels we put on each other, it has to do with the fact that I know that if my canoe were going (laughs) towards a waterfall, you would, you know, throw a, a grapple hook or. A lifeline
2: out for you to grab and pull you to shore.
1: Right. Because that's what, you know, friendship and family are supposed to be. Right. Helping each other. And, and then sometimes we have to let people make their mistakes, but we're always there to help pick up the pieces. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. And yeah. And I've had so many men, come to our home that are struggling and seriously can contemplate suicide because
1: and you think about the the kids the kids because you have coping skills yeah as a I'm 47 so you're what 41 58 (laughs) (laughs) you know there are coping skills that an adult has through life experience of I've survived Big waterfalls. Yeah. And then you think about kids that are dealing with this stuff and receive rejection. Yeah. And I can't even imagine rejecting my child because they didn't fit the certain box that I wanted them in. Do I want my kids to adopt my faith? Absolutely. Yeah. But I would still love them. Right. I wouldn't even be a question. Right. But maybe that's more clear because I've buried one.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm a little irritated with her about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the thing that, you know, the thing that, I try to help each of those individuals understand is their personal divinity.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think what happens and, is, and, and their
2: personal path.
1: I think what happens is they're in their canoe, for that analogy, and all of a sudden the water's all gone. Yeah. And they feel stuck. And yes. they're sitting there hitting bedrock. Right. You know, and... and because everything's changed
2: everything everything has been changed and and taken
1: that the water will start flowing right yeah yeah
2: well or or they they feel like the waterfall is right ahead of them and they're you know the tip of their canoe is over the edge and there's nothing they're going to do to stop there's
1: some people pushing yes and i do think that sadly um you know the phrases like you know um blood is thicker, uh, family is thicker, you know. I've never understood that phrase. Just because we are born in the same unit does not mean that I have to choose this unit over all of you. Now, I'm a big fan of family. Yeah. And ideally how family should work. Yeah. But there are so many examples throughout history and, you know, of where that unit says you have to be only this way.
2: Right.
1: And that doesn't work.
2: It doesn't. And, and the thing that I
1: have found
2: is a new set of family, a mm-hmm. new set of family, a new group and of family still honoring
1: members. that family.
2: And still honoring my biological family, um, but also recognizing the new friends who become family.
1: And, okay. And I'm going to ask you a leading question because I'm interviewing <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> like I don't do that normally. Yes. I, I'll be like, no, wait. So... How do we define that? How do we allow that creation? Because I know that family that you've created is not just because they're in the gay community. What are the characteristics that you can say to someone, okay, your family, like this person is now in, because I think it's dangerous to just like, I don't accept everyone just because they're in my faith system. Correct. Right.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's, that's,
1: I'm not like, oh, you know, I may a call in my church family, right. but I'm not like, here's my bank account number. Yeah. And here's how you get money out, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well,
2: I, I think it's those people that are in vibrational harmony with ourselves mm-hmm. that, that we have that intangible connection with. We feel that connection on a vibrational or higher level that mm-hmm. you can't put your finger on and say, mm-hmm. okay, this is it. But, but, but there, there is such, we're in such vibrational continuity with each other that that connection is stronger than blood.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So Maslow hierarchies, which I feel like I reference at least once a week in conversation with people, (laughs) you know, we need food and water. And when those are threatened, we go by (laughs) toilet (laughs) paper. In modern-day society, I mean, that's what <laughs> I'm like, I what what does COVID have to do with toilet paper? paper? I know. And I have colon issues, so I was like, people, <laughs> there could be people in real need, <laughs> right? Um, but anyway, you know, food, shelter, and you know what the next thing is, community.
2: Community, yeah. We
1: we require community. Right. And so one of the greatest joys of my life has been able to create community that did meet my basic needs of love, trust, and accountability. Like I talk about in my book, Love Me Too. Yeah. Because that's, that's how I, that's how I boil it down. You call it vibrational harmony. Mm-hmm. But in that I hear, yes, love. Mm-hmm. But I think love is one of the easiest emotions to create, you know, because you can create it through just time together. Right. But there's accountability. Mm-hmm. There's trust. Mm -hmm. Your your weak, vulnerable underbelly Mm -hmm. that they're not going to turn you over and expose that. And you know, if your canoe's going towards a waterfall and they're like, "Right, I told you, you would have these problems." That is not family. No, that is not safe community. Right. And just because you might have my same color of eyes, which in my family, you know, some of us were might have been adopted. We don't know. (laughs) It's easy. That was disparaging a my mother. That's not true. She would not like that comment we are all related. Yeah, We just have like very different body types out of us, you know, and that creating family is that there are people that you can trust with your hurt. Right. And yeah. social media is not where we put our hurt no. because that's to the world. Now I do, cause I have my purpose <laughs> on this planet is to write books. And so I share a lot more than I would, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like the cost benefit of helping other people outweighs the negative, which I think is the same thing you're saying mm-hmm. is that, you know, the, the cost of not being who you truly are, there's there, it's, it's worth coming out and saying, look, I am a gay man yeah. and this is my, this is my community, but you didn't exclude me because I wasn't in your community. Right. And that's when I worry for people. It's like, oh no, you're not family. Yeah. You're, you know, you're not in my community. You're not in my faith. You're not my orientation. You're not my color. Those I'm like, oh,
2: yeah. Because oh, just time.
1: because we have something in common doesn't mean all others are bad. Correct. Because we're all divine. That's how I that's the story I tell me. And it's worked really well. And that's and the answer. You know, it is. Yeah. It is. It's,
2: it's, it's, you know, recognizing that we have the divine within us and everybody else has the divine within them, mm-hmm. you know, and happiness comes from relationships. And relationships happen because of the connections, right? And the connections. And that's not
1: like I said. Time is not just what creates that. No, and because you. You and need
2: communication, which your deals. your new
1: boyfriend. Yes. I mean, you tell their story, and uh, it was so cute the other day when you were telling the story. Yeah. And my kids are asking you questions. Yeah. And after they after you left, I said because they've loved you as a straight man. Yeah. And they've loved you as a gay man. Yeah. And I was really pleased with my kids that without any like, oh, by the way, (laughs) David, who you've always seen with his wife and kids are now inters, you know, tall man. Right. And um, I was like, I really appreciate that. And my kids are like, well, yeah, mom, he's treating us the same. Why would it be weird? Yeah. Why would you ask any other questions? And I was like, good, good. Yeah. You
2: did good. You did well. Right.
1: I can do right. And your kids can be like, wait, that's different. That's weird. I mean, if anyone's ever raised a five-year-old, you, wait a minute, last time you're holding hands on a woman, <laughs> you know, you know, it could it, be parenting. If it yeah. doesn't make you worry a little bit yeah. about what your kids it's might say exactly. and do. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Kids can, you know, they're their own people. They are. And I was pleased that they were asking you questions just like they would ask any heterosexual couple because mm-hmm. I want them to go into the world and understand that people may not have the sameness of them. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my friend, my kids, pick your friends not because they're like you, but because they have integrity mm-hmm. to be who they are. Right? Yeah. And because that's the friend that, you know, in our faith system, we don't drink. And so when I go to a party and friends are like, oh, come on, Lita, <laughs> it's fine. You're a big girl. I'm like, I know I'm a big girl and I choose not to it's drink. drink. Yeah. It could be because there's alcoholism in my family.
2: Yeah.
1: It could be now I have a colon issue. I could give up alcohol with no problems. <laughs> but, yeah. but there's a lot of reasons why people may not choose to. And somebody who's your friend who tries to get you to engage in behaviors that you've chosen not to is not your friend. Correct. Just like if I went to you and I said, no, Dave. I saw how happy you were with your wife. Mm-hmm. Let's find you a good, a good woman. Line. You know, there's <laughs> plenty of good women out there. <laughs> you know, because that's the system I've chosen to live in. Right. Doesn't mean I get to force that on you. And I think we're missing that so much in our society. And it's a two way street. Cause I've been called a homophobe mm-hmm. because I am with a man Yeah, and I, you know, this yeah. is where people will go, well, I have gay friends. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like, I just go, then we, you do not see who I am. I don't have to defend that. Yeah. And I walk away from conversations right. like that. But you see people being like, well, you have to be like me. If you're a good person of faith, you know, you have to do these things, things. you know, I got to convert you or I got to bring you over here. Yeah. And how would that ever work? Right. How that's just asking someone to cover up what they really are. And that just, you know.
2: It's so good if we can send our our kids and ourselves out into the world to be more exposed to other cultures and and I want to be careful with the word
1: exposed. Having written a book on sexual abuse, abuse. because I know that word can be it's like a trigger trigger, word to be um to open to learning different things things and, and knowing how to handle that because. I do not believe in exposing kids to too much of the human body before right. a certain age yeah. and even having discussions about orientation yeah. too young because yeah. kids have to figure out their own who they yeah. are. And, you know, they've they've done studies that, um, you know, where kids need to have just their own thing. Yeah. But, you know, not be like, oh, did you see those two men are holding hands? Do you know why those <laughs> two men are holding hands? Those two men are holding hands because they have sex together. yeah like just don't make it a weird thing right and then the kid can be like huh but the truth is you know not every hug not every touch means those two people are having sex correct and kids don't need to know about sex when they're four no you know well because they love each other yeah oh you're holding a little girl and you know two little girls are holding hands not are you guys lesbians right it's like oh i'm so glad you love each other so glad you're friends yeah and just exposing kids to things as they're able. So I just, yeah. because there's an argument out there that we should be exposing kids to everything, everything out there. And I'm like, whoa, because the sexual abuse predators are using that in their favor. Right. And so you're talking just so we're not using that trigger word in that right. community. You're talking about let your kids see the world, world. with you there to help protect them. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and yeah, and love people. Right.
2: And let them see things that are new and exciting to them. Right. And different than what, than, than what yes. they are used to seeing. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing growing up as, as a youth, I was very involved in scouting and I had um, a paper route so I could have money to pay for my <laughs> scouting adventures. Right. right, right. <laughs> Cause my, you know, we both grew up in homes where finances were Limited. <laughs> You're limited yes and uh the first time that I you know took a bus across the country you know to a scouting event you know and I would see things that I hadn't seen in Southeastern Idaho yeah I was gonna say you, know, you, <laughs> you know.
1: didn't just grow up in a home of limited economic means you grew up in a community, community. that Um, of sameness of sameness and I grew up in Provo which is a community of sameness Sameness. Provo Utah and truck stops yeah because people have often asked me how did you what you're from Provo and I'm like oh and truck stops oh that explains it it. (laughs) 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 but you were also more rural where you were yes I don't think Provo has been considered rural for a long 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 time time. yeah uh
2: but uh, it was it was very eye-opening to me and how old were you (sighs) That started around fourteen.
1: Which is which is an appropriate appropriate
2: age age to be to you weren't
1: eight. Right. To to
2: see what the world around me is like.
1: Right. Like my dad didn't explain to me what lot lizards are
2: yeah. when I first met
1: a lot lizard. <laughs> and a lot lizard is a woman or man that is in truck stops, often ab- um, trying to escape their local situation and will go along with the truck driver in exchange of certain services, Right, <laughs> you know, for money or for, or for free just to change locations. Conditions. And so they'll come up and they'll be flirting with the, the trucker, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get in the truck. Right. Yeah. So they can, so they, my dad didn't say, well, if <laughs> I took this lady with me, you know, you know, he just explained that she was hurting and she was in a lot of pain Yeah. and sometimes he would give her a little bit of money and, you know, look her in the eyes and say, you know, nice something nice to her as my father would yeah it was a two-word sentence it really was 35 words correct <laughs> you know? yes. as my dad is I'm not his daughter in the sense that I talk so much but I am my mother's daughter <laughs> and so yeah but you do have his chin I, <laughs> I do have his chin I do it's a very sexy multi-faceted chin. <laughs> I try not to show it off too often because it's so, the curves are so sexy. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're 14 years old. You're now going across the country. That's a good age that you're able to have those adult conversations, conversations. if something. Now, did you, now here's the question. Did, when you had those, did you have someone you could talk to about these different things you were being exposed to? Or did you just have to figure it out on your own? Because this is where I think parenting is key.
2: Well, there were some good scout leaders that did
1: help. Excellent. Excellent. But I think the problem is, is you come home, kid goes cross country, sees the world and the kid comes home and says, did you know that there are people who are in the circus? And they're like, oh, those are people who didn't get a high school degree. You know what I mean? That they, there's a judgment that comes out right instead of like wow that's really interesting different like I would never have thought to join the circus did you ask them what their motivator mm-hmm. was to do that and have conversation Relations. with them because that's what I would do with my kids mm-hmm. when they'd come and be like this is really weird this thing happened yeah and I go, go go talk to them you know ask
2: them some questions ask yeah.
1: questions and what are you going to discover
2: that there's a lot that you have in common yeah
1: that people are awesome.
2: Yeah. And that they're awesome and they're wonderful. And, and you know, like you, you've mentioned before is so many parents teach their kids stranger danger, which is, <laughs> is you know, um, not the dangers generally don't come from the strangers.
1: And 85%. And that's trackable. Yeah. Don't come from strangers. They come from the people that are in your family. Yeah. And then your greater community that you've trusted, which is why you have to go back to is this person trustworthy? And really ask that question. You know, really ask that.
2: And yes, and and see, you know, because um,
1: before they get to sleep at your house, do you know who they, they are? are. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I just slapped Dave on the shoulder <laughs> for those that are wondering what abuse was going down. Like you, have, you have somebody that has an open invitation to my home. Yes,
2: and I've slept here before many times. Yeah
1: and you becoming a gay man would not change that any iota right now if you came and i can't you know did something poopy poopy then we'd have to be like whoa yeah. Dave," yeah which i can't even imagine poopy right. because we have so much years of trust mm-hmm. and connection that i know that you would back me up as a parent mm-hmm. which is one of my my qualifiers yeah. for friendships mm-hmm. is that um because my parents were undercut by grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I felt that to be a very damaging thing. And that's something I qualify someone in my home. My kid comes in and asks them a question. They're not going to be like, you know what? Your parents are a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So living our perfect life. Yeah. Uh, you have brought out the tool here of having a vanity prayer. Having a vanity prayer. Of course, this is called a 30 second commercial, but vanity prayer is so much more fancy. <laughs> so it'll be a good title for men. Yeah. Yeah. What should I call them? Because I just tell men they can do vanity Burr too, but they just do it with, you know, more hair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I I think calling it yeah, a, a commercial to yourself,
1: right? And or, then we've,
2: or or uh, yeah, or an affirmation story, or something. Right, or a affirmation.
1: That's a weird title. Yeah. Who came up with those that. words? <laughs> and I also like to point out that the the use of "I am." Yes. You know the power of that, right? Yes right? That is literally when God came to Moses. He said, who should I tell them that is here? He says, I am. am. And there is such a high vibration in that word, because if you believe in God or not, those of us that do believe in God, you're literally using the name of God. When you say, I I am am. the master of myself, I am a leader. And so to say, I tell people, when you say, I am poopy, that's blasphemy. I think God's less concerned about the words. I just felt the shift in the room
2: with that. When you?
1: Right, I think God's less concerned with the use of His name than He is, and how we talk about His children, right. and how we love His children, right. and that I think that blasphemy is when we are beating up on ourselves and telling ourselves a story. And that is hard, not true. That it, that is not true. And you know, the truth of the matter is, when you wrote all of these things, maybe you weren't as much of a leader as you wanted to be. Right. I, I'm not, I, you know, just Correct. picking something. Yes. But as you told yourself that story, you became better at Correct. it. Like I, one of mine, when my kids were little, is I am patient. I was not patient at all. <laughs> <laughs> I like things a certain way you know, certain order. And I was not patient about how long it took to get my kids. Like I was not. Yeah. But as I said that to myself every day, it was maybe a year or so in that somebody said, Lita, you are so patient. And I was like, well, yes I am. <laughs> <laughs> because I became more of what I sought and that's right. living the perfect life. Yeah. Right? Well, and and I,
2: and I think it's so important for us to take daily a few minutes of Meditation or quiet contemplation or mm-hmm. something to get in touch with our higher inner self mm-hmm. about that. And, um, and
1: these stinking phones and screens and podcasts. just teasing mine's good yeah but no I mean but there's so much noise that can distract us right and that's really I mean why I'm hoping that people will turn to this that will help people having just one more good show of content out there right make people think and have those questions
2: yes you know and one thing that every morning I at least try to say to myself that you know is in there is all things are working together for my benefit Mm -hmm. or everything is working out for me or, or some, you know, just that positive intention putting out there and getting myself in vibrational harmony that things are mm-hmm. happening for a reason and a purpose and it's all going to come together. And
1: not asking the why me, but why not? And What am I supposed to learn? Yeah. Yeah. Our canoes, that's work sweat, like a little chaffed, you know, (laughs) that, that's, you know, um, the, that life has its ups and downs and to see the vistas.
2: Yeah. See, and enjoy them, you know, Um, And that's
1: all back to your story. Yeah. Are you like, Oh, my life jacket. Why do I have this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you know, and that's, you know, and I try to, you know, share that with, with the other, um, individuals that come
1: seeking, community. seeking community
2: yeah. and seeking a ray of hope, you know, and feeling like they are hanging on to the knot at the end of the rope and they're about mm-hmm. to let go. And <laughs> one
1: time in my life, somebody was talking about that in church, the yeah. knot at the end of the rope. And I said, there's a rope, <laughs> 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 you know, and whatever the event is when the community that we have abandons us because of judgment. I mm-hmm. was judged that my child died. If I had been more faithful, some said, yeah. then she would have lived. Oh really? We hadn't thought to pray, <laughs> you know? Um, and so I identify with people who go through a divorce, yeah. who go through, um, you know, changing orientation, who've experienced prejudice because I've experienced being judged over something that I could not change. right? And that brought a level of empathy to me to recognize that the last thing someone needs from me, the very last thing they need is me telling them their business.
2: Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: judgment, they don't need that.
2: They don't need that just to
1: make it clear. They
2: they don't need that. Um, Yeah. When. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah once again he's like and there you go
2: and there you go there's a whole podcast we could do on that
0: we could talk forever and we
1: probably should but we're coming up to the time where my media company van garrett media they're the best might go this is a long interview but that's why i invited you because i knew we'd have so much fun because we always do, we have these amazing conversations. I always feel uplifted. And so one of my invitations to all of you is to make sure that the people that you love, they're people that love you and that you you love them. And that this is a mutually beneficial thing despite the changes and events of your life that you don't question the foundation of trust and integrity and love in each other just because there are differences. And I'm always looking for those kinds of people in my community. Mm-hmm. And thank you for always being there for me through all the ups and downs of my life, even the dramatic changes of going from shy to talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I will always be there for you too, my friend. I know. Yes. And,
2: and, and the feeling is mutual and, and you have been there for me and and thank you for allowing me to stay in your life and in your kids lives yeah the thing is
1: i mean your your wife your ex-wife is still someone that i didn't like oh and unfriender and i think so often in divorce that people feel like they have to choose sides right and that makes me sad because though i can see empathy on both sides the truth of the matter is you have someone who's always been kind to me Mm -hmm. and that's enough we don't Mm -hmm. have to know all the things no we don't have to formulate everything. We don't have to be like, well, is this what I would have done? Or blah, 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 blah. That is just the weeds. Right. It is. It's the thing is, is this someone who would act in my benefit? Mm-hmm. Is this someone who would always be there for me um, to the best of their ability? Because I don't think you have to like take my calls at 4 a.m. You know, I would though. No, but if I called every morning at 4 a.m., yeah, it would get old. You know, is this someone who is there in my life and cares for me? And that, is the core is how we love other people. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that for ourselves, right.
2: And and then we're
1: able to collect people like that in our lives. Yeah. And, and yeah,
2: you know, and so many of us, and I was there for years is I was much, I showed others more compassion and understanding than I showed for myself. Hmm. And to get that mind switch to switch that story. And I think there
1: are a lot of people who, some of the most giving, loving people you know may not be people who love themselves. And we will burn out if it doesn't come from that place. Correct. And yeah, and, and,
2: and, and, and Yeah, and so if you're willing to do that for somebody else, be willing to do that for yourself.
1: Absolutely. Did you hear you guys say it again, Dave?
2: If you're willing to be kind and compassionate to somebody else, do it for yourself. Because you deserve it. You have that divinity and you have that value and that purpose within you. And each one of us touch other people's lives in ways that we don't know that we're gonna be making a difference. (laughs) And you are needed and you are valuable and never, ever
1: forget that. Thank you for being one of those good (laughs) men in my life. Okay, people, thank you so much, Um, welcome. Okay, so we're going out. It's Share Your Hotness with David
0: Woodison. (laughs) The Share Your Hotness podcast is produced by Van Garrett Media. Lita Green is the host and creator of the podcast. Chris Van Garrett is the editor, producer, and music director. Shayla Dawn is our research coordinator. Join us next week for another episode of the Share Your Hotness podcast. Thanks for listening. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media.